Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We all deal with personal struggles behind closed doors, like self-doubt, feeling like we're stuck or unsure of ourselves, or even that we're settling, and so much more. And we never talk about it because we sometimes feel alone in those hard times and that maybe nobody can relate. But on this podcast, I'll be encouraging some genuine dialogue about these issues and challenging you to take accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Sensi, and this is the Secluded Thoughts Podcast. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the show. So in the last episode, we talked about, you know, feeling fully and really just addressing why we are so guarded and why we sometimes coast like in the middle and just have half-ass experiences because we're afraid of feeling disappointed and feeling pain. And we just never allow ourselves to really feel things like in terms of experiencing the depth of our emotion. And in today's episode, I want to touch on a different aspect or I guess it kind of has to do with feeling fully, but it is kind of an issue on its own. And that is being strong all of the time and feeling like you have to be strong all of the time and just never let your guard down. So, you know, we have some, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Okay, I'm going to be dragging myself and probably you a lot. So, you know, brace yourself. That's that's my disclaimer. In case you are new and you never listened to the audio version of the podcast and it wasn't necessarily clear in my last two episodes or the first two episodes of season two, I just wanted to let you know that I am the type of person who does not like to beat around the bush. I tend to cut straight to the point and I don't like to sugarcoat things per se you know I'm I feel like in a sense I'm kind of an emotional gangster because I'm very emotional but at the same time I like to just get straight to the point like don't sugarcoat anything like just tell me what's up so that's basically the same approach that I'm going to be giving on this podcast so if you haven't listened to any one of my prior episodes then 
I'm just giving you a disclaimer. I don't do it all the time. It really depends on what I talk about. But I'm just giving you a disclaimer that if you are new here, sometimes I'll just, you know, say something you might not want to hear. But you need to hear it. And that's the point. So I digress. So today we are going to talk about being strong all of the time. And like I said before, it's similar to not feeling fully, but it's a issue. It's an issue within itself. So let's just address it on its own. So let me first tell you what I mean by being strong all the time or feeling like you have to be strong all the time. Because, you know, I'll be speaking from firsthand experience because this is pretty much me. I am notorious for this. Or I don't know if I'm notorious. I don't know if people realize that I'm like this, but I definitely have realized that I am like this. Like it's an issue that has been brought to my attention on more than one occasion. And if you listen to the audio version, be sure to go to YouTube if you want to join the discussion. So let me explain what I mean by being strong all the time or feeling like you have to be strong all the time. So for me, the very first thing is I often feel like I have to do everything on my own. Like if I want something, it's going to have to be me to do it. I'm the one who has to get it done. Initially, it was because I felt like I couldn't depend on anybody and it's not 100% entirely because people have let me down so much. A lot of it has to do with the fact that when I want something, I want it now. <laughs> I want it now and I want it done how I want it done in a timely matter, like in the time frame that I would like it done. So if I need, let's say the easiest thing I could think of, if I have to edit my videos, then I will edit it myself because I feel like for one, I can outsource it and eventually I will outsource my videos. This is not necessarily a real example that pertains to me right now. It's just a general example. So I will basically edit my videos myself because one, I want it done when I want it done. And then I want it done how I want it done. And sometimes people may not live up to those expectations or I may not feel like taking the time to tell people how I want to do something. So I would just do it myself. So like that's a bad habit that I tend to have here and there. So that's one aspect of this being strong all the time. The second thing is feeling like I have to have my emotions like under control all the time. Like I cannot necessarily burst into tears if I need to. I need to like keep my shit together. Like I need to have a level head at all times. And I need to just, you know, like I need to act like I have my life together. Not not in a sense that everything is perfect, but I can't be like having a mental breakdown in front of people, even if that's how I feel. Like, like that's what I mean when I feel like I need to have my emotions in check. I have to be strong because... I don't want to put my 
baggage or my drama or my pain or whatever on other people because I don't want to be a burden. And so I, if I'm around other people, I have to keep it together because I can't just be acting out or acting any type of way. Another thing that goes hand in hand in that in a more severe case is sometimes, you know, because life, sometimes you just need like, you just need a break because you feel like you are going to break. Like at some point in our lives, more often than not, honestly, sometimes you just get very overwhelmed and then you feel like you will literally have a mental breakdown if you don't do something. Like if you don't change something about your situation, or if you don't take a break or take time off from work or something like that. So sometimes I have those moments where I'm very overwhelmed and I feel like I have to be strong. I cannot necessarily lean on other people. Or it's not that I cannot, I don't want to. Is that whole, is that same thing about being guarded? So it's like, even when it gets to the point where I'm very overwhelmed or you're very overwhelmed, you still feel like you have to keep it together. You cannot like open the floodgates of your emotions. Like you have to keep it together. Another thing with this whole being strong all the time is, and this is not necessarily one of the unhealthy behaviors that comes with it, but it it's mainly like the desire. It's like, how do I explain this? Basically, what I'm trying to say is, at least for me, sometimes, okay, so I do have the desire or I do have the problem of feeling like I need to be strong all the time, right? But at the same time, sometimes I just want to let everything out and just literally collapse. Well, not literally collapse, but I mean, depends on how overwhelmed I am. Sometimes I just want to let my guard down and take off the shield, put down the walls and just like cry or something and then be held and and probably have some reassurance or something. It's like being strong all the time is very tiring. It is very fucking tiring. Because we are human beings. We have emotions. You know, we get overwhelmed. We get hurt, blah, blah, blah. You know, we have emotions. And when you feel like you have to be all be strong all the time, you don't necessarily feel those emotions or let them out as you should because you're trying to be strong and child is very ghetto and honestly honestly that's basically what it is you know you just you feel like you have to be neutral or not neutral you just you just feel like if you ever feel down or sad overwhelmed or anything you have to keep it together you have to be strong life has to go on you have to keep working you have to keep you know doing everything else and act like nothing is wrong or just be strong like don't break don't break don't break and it's honestly tiring it's very tiring and I used to be like the worst version of that 
until I, you know, started assessing the situation and seeing, okay, this is not realistic. This is not realistic. And I cannot realistically think that I will always have my life together or I will always just be in a good mood or optimistic and I won't feel overwhelmed or sad or realistically speaking you know as a woman it's like you know with our hormones with our menstrual cycle and everything sometimes you just you're just emotional for no reason for no reason at all. Sometimes when I'm on my period, I literally just want to watch a movie that will make me cry. Or I just want to cry for no reason. Or I'm sensitive for no reason. And when I say no reason, I mean, it's not how I would typically act. But for some reason, I just feel that way. And I feel very tender. So with life itself, and then with my biology as a female, it's just, it's not, it's not realistic for me to feel like I can be strong all the time. Okay. Cause when I'm having those sensitive moments and somebody says something to me that they could have said yesterday that would have no impact. And they say today, and because I'm sensitive, I feel like breaking, like I cannot keep telling myself, Oh, you know what? You just overreacting, blah, blah, blah. Like it's okay to just let yourself feel vulnerable sometimes. I had to realize that there is power in vulnerability. There is strength in asking for help. You know, strong, I had to redefine strong. Strength is not putting up walls and acting like you always have it together. Strength is saying, I cannot do this. I need help. Let me ask for help. Because it's a lot harder to do that, to ask for help when you really don't want to than to not do it and just suffer in silence. Asking for help is harder. So that's really where the strength lies. I had to understand that, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So basically that's what I mean by being or feeling like you have to be strong all of the time. So now let me tell you what I have gathered from this lovely trait that I have. Number one is ghetto. It is ghetto. So it's it's not sustainable. It's not it's not going to work. Okay, it's not going to work. You will get overwhelmed and burned out and stressed out very very soon, very often, and it's it's just it just gets tiring. It just gets tiring. Your life will be so much easier when you stop trying to be strong all of the time. Now, granted, I still have this issue I don't I can't say for sure that I am like 100% done but what I can say is I have I have the awareness I have already realized that this is an issue so you know it's now something that I'm working on overcoming and I've made a lot of progress and let me tell you why and let me tell you what I've realized in my whole journey to like dealing with this mess so in addition to it being unrealistic, what I've realized also is that it's not always that people are unreliable. Obviously, this is a personal problem. This is a me problem. This is a you problem. This has nothing to do with other people. Okay, you have experiences, you have trauma, you have like 
this is this is you, right? This is a personal problem. But what I have realized is if you find or if you have genuine people in your life that you can actually lean on and you can actually trust and you can talk to, it makes your life a lot easier. You know, like I have realized that I was trying to be strong all of the time and this, that and the third. And then when it started getting too overwhelming, not necessarily life, but me feeling like I have to keep it together all of the time. And then I just said, I cannot do it. When I decided to lean on my friends gradually, I realized two things, two very important things. Number one, your friends will be there for you. Your friends will be there for you. Sometimes you might have terrible friends. Fortunately, I don't have that experience, so I can't really talk about it. But number one, your friends will be there for you. Like it's not going to be the worst case scenario that you might be thinking. Like people will just leave you hanging. Like people, if you have people who genuinely care for you, then they will do their best to help you in your time of need, right? So fortunately, I've realized that in me opening up to people, people have been very supportive and I'm very grateful for that. And the second thing that I have learned is when you actually get over yourself and you stop trying to be strong and you lean on people, you realize that it actually brings you closer to your friends. Like people form genuine connections and like these bonds when they have similar experiences or they can relate or basically when you are more vulnerable and open with each other. So in me doing that, I realized that some of them are dealing with the same things that I was dealing with because, you know, we're all at similar points in our lives. And because of that, they were able to share in that struggle. And then they were also able to offer advice and words of encouragement. And then it also made me feel like I wasn't alone because they could relate and I would have never known this if I never said something, if I just stayed in my, you know, box and like shut out the rest of the world when I was feeling down. And because of me being vulnerable and them being vulnerable, our bond grew deeper. Like, let me tell you something. I used to have very shallow friendships or, you know, what? let me... Not all of them were shallow, but, or maybe shallow is not the word, but it was very, it was good. It was great. It was surface level. We had, you know, we went out, we celebrated, we had fun and all of that. It was like all of the good times, all of the, you know, the highlights, but initially we were not always open and vulnerable with each other. And that doesn't go for all of my friendships, just some of them. But initially, it was always, you know, the good times. And then if it was bad times or down moments, then it was downplayed. Like we didn't really get into depth of like different issues. We didn't really try to like connect on that level and get into like the meat of, 
you know, the situation, which would require us to be more open and vulnerable. So that was pretty much how some of my friendships were. We were just like always there for the good times, always going out, always having fun, always celebrating there for birthdays and stuff like that. But we were never really like open and vulnerable with each other. And I realized that when I started taking that leap of faith and being vulnerable and opening up to people, it was pretty much reciprocated. And so was the support and our friendships grew deeper. Like my friendships are a lot more meaningful now. And it's not to say that there was anything wrong with it in the beginning. It was just at a certain level, you know, like we were still more or less on the surface, still enjoying the good times, but we never really like touched on the bad times that much, you know? Like these are the things that bring you closer to people when you open up, when you're vulnerable. So if you never open up, then your relationships will probably be very surface level as well. And that's not just friendships, that's like romantic relationships, family, whoever. Like when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and you stop feeling like you have to be strong all the time, your connections with people deepen. Because it's it's just, it's so much emotion, it's so much vulnerability, it's like a deeper level of trust, and it's more meaningful, and it's so much more, what's the word? It's just, like, I cherish my relationships more now, because we have unlocked a new level of meaning. We are all there for each other, we can confide in each other. We, you know, send messages of encouragement and it's like it's reciprocated. And if I never took the leap of faith to do that, it would have never happened because it's not it's not like my friends never tried that with me. I used to be the person like I used to be the strong friend, the friend everybody would come to for advice. And then I never did that with other people, not because they weren't there for me, but because I wouldn't open up to them. And I believe that that's why it was more or less surface level, not just because I wouldn't open up and it was just all about the good, but because I felt like it was shallow, air quotes for the audio people. I felt like it was shallow because... I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it in terms of that deeper connection because I had my walls up. It wasn't anything to do with them. So it was it was me. And when I started getting more vulnerable and open, it's like my friendships are like my friendships mean the world to me. Like we don't just celebrate. We don't just go out. We have like really deep, meaningful conversations with each other. We help each other. We're there for each other. And it's not just like shallow, hey, I'm here for you. It's like, it's like serious. Like I have really genuine bonds with my friends. And I don't think I would have ever achieved that if I did not allow myself to be vulnerable and stop feeling like I had to be strong all the time. Like I had to have it together all the time. So if you're struggling with that, that's something I really wish for you genuinely because... I'm telling you, once I assessed the situation and I realized that these shallow 
connections was because I had walls up and not necessarily because I didn't have good friends or anything. It completely changed the nature of my relationships. So that's something I would consider thinking about and reflecting on if you might be feeling that same way right now. Another thing is you have to stop being, you know, a control freak. Let me explain what I mean by that. It's just like what I said in the beginning, right? I said, you know, if I had to do something, I will do it myself because only I can do it how I want to and blah, 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 blah. You need to release your expectations of other people, okay? So in a situation like, let's say you were, like you were sad or whatever and you needed some reassurance from a friend, right? If you open up to that person, and, you know, you're vulnerable, you know, like I'm advising you to do, you know, take steps to being more vulnerable. If you do that and that person doesn't respond in a way that you want, well, consider why that is an issue. Number one, if you expected them to provide reassurance and maybe they gave you a lecture, here's what you could think of. Number one, did you ever communicate like what you want from people when you open up to them? Because my friends know, and the same goes, like, it's reciprocal. So when my friends vent to me and open up to me, I always ask them, what do you want from me? Like, when you vent, generally speaking, and also, like, specifically in this situation, do you expect me to listen and not say anything? Do you expect reassurance? Do you want to... Like, do you want advice? Like, what do you expect from me? We know this, me and my friends, because you have to let people know what you need. If I come to you to vent and I just want somebody to listen to me and you give me a lecture or you give me advice that I'm not ready to take, it's a waste of both of our times. Like, you see what I mean? Like, that's why sometimes there's discomfort or dissatisfaction when you vent to people because you haven't communicated what you need from them in your vulnerable moments. So that's number one. Have you communicated that? And then the other thing is if it doesn't go how you expected, consider what it is you are asking them for and why. So for example, if you needed that reassurance and they did not give you the reassurance and then you were upset and you're like, you know what, this is why I don't open up to people and this is why I have to keep my guard up. This is why I can't trust people and I just have to do everything myself and be there for myself and blah, blah, blah. Before you do all of that, right, with this whole need for reassurance, let's, let's unpack that, right? Let's unpack that. Do you need the reassurance because you are relying on them as your only source? Like, is that why it was upsetting that you didn't get it? Because what I'm trying to get at is in this example, if it's reassurance that you needed, that person or like other people in general, it's fine to expect reassurance from them, but also it shouldn't be your only source of reassurance. So what I'm trying to get at is 
you should also be reassuring yourself. You know, like if it's an issue of self-esteem or something like that, you can't be mad at people for not giving you the reassurance that you should be given to yourself. So you really also have to look into whether or not you're being a control freak regarding your expectations. That's why you feel like you have to be strong and you can't open up to people. You can't be vulnerable. You know, have you communicated what you needed? Are you a control freak? You know, what exactly do you need and why do you need it? And then, you know, it's you have to consider all of these things in addition to just understanding that you have an issue of being strong all of the time, right? So there's obviously a lot you need to look at. So, you know, you might have to listen to this episode again. It might be a lot to take in, I know, but that's basically how I personally go about trying to resolve this issue in my own life. So number one, I had to acknowledge it, you know, acknowledge that I had the problem to begin with. And then number two, the obvious solution is opening up and being vulnerable. I had to gradually ease into that with my relationships. And then I realized that it made us stronger. Like there were a lot of benefits overall. And yes, some people did disappoint me, but I don't regret the experience because it was good, very good for a lot of my relationships, like with the people that actually mattered. If you open up to the wrong people, obviously you're going to feel some type of way because there might be pain involved, but that's these people are not meant to stay in your life. So, you know, just whatever. And the next thing after you acknowledge the problem and then start working towards the solution, you also have to make sure that You are not being a control freak. I had to make sure that I was releasing my expectations of other people and allowing people to help me in the best way that they can and not holding them to certain standards and expectations based on needs that I had that one, I didn't communicate and two, it wasn't necessarily their job to give me that. Like that was another issue within itself. So that's pretty much what I have to say about this whole thing of, you know, this whole mess about feeling like you need to be strong all the time. Like it's a lot because like I said, it's it stems from real issues. Like I said, a lot of us have childhood traumas or just experiences being disappointed and feeling like you can't rely on people or you can't express your emotions and that's why we feel like we have to be strong and put up these walls so the reason for it is usually not one that makes it easy to address or fix but ultimately It's not realistic. It's not realistic to try to be strong all the time. It's not realistic to feel like you have to only try to depend on yourself. Like that's not, that's not how things work. That's not realistic. It's not going to, it's, it's only going to hurt you. It's not going to help you. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not going to work. So it's definitely something that you need to work on addressing, okay, that we both need to work on addressing. 
So leave a comment below if, you know, that's something you struggle with or if you have a different perspective, if you have advice that you could offer for any of us, you know, if that's something that you've dealt with successfully or whatever it is, like just leave your thoughts below. I would love to hear what other people have to say on the topic. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast and you want to participate in the discussion, then head over to my YouTube. It's the same thing, Secluded Thoughts. There will be a link in the description so you can just go right to the video. But yeah, so join the conversation and let me know your thoughts. And that's pretty much all I have for this episode. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Oh, and also next week, I will be talking about being in love. So if you're interested in what I have to say about that, you know, because it will definitely be interesting. It will be an interesting conversation. It's basically about being in love versus just loving somebody. So, you know, I have some tea to drop in that episode so if you're watching on youtube make sure you hit the notification bell to be notified when i post that episode and if you're listening to the audio version then make sure you're subscribed so that you are notified so yeah i will talk to you next week thank you for listening to the secluded thoughts podcast if you liked this episode, please show your support by leaving a five-star rating and a review to help me reach more people. And also screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. If you want to join in on the conversation, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Secluded Thoughts and leave a comment on the episode. You can also see what I'm up to there and have a real insight into my life while I get my shit together. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.